Hello and welcome to the Sparkle Hour, a fun and feisty podcast for empowered women and woke menfolk. Join us as we pull back the veil to reveal how we are taking control of our life stories and creating a movement of positive change. I'm Michelle Lewis. And I'm Nicole Lewis-Kieber. And if you're ready to feel, laugh, and heal, this podcast is for you. Yes. Yes. Uh, Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm so good. How are you today? I am so much better now that I'm talking to you. You know what? I feel the same way. I woke up with a little bit of an anxiety ball in my belly. (laughs) And it was really good to be able to talk to you and talk that through and also listen to you and where you're at with stuff. Mm -hmm. Super helpful. It is super helpful. So if we do nothing else (laughs) in the world, we're good to have very interesting conversations and support each other. For sure. Like it's good to know. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, and just show other people how, you know, to find that person. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's so good to know that you're my person, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. So today, here we are in our season six, and we're doing a little in-depth, deeper dive on some of the, the five phases of sparkling shit out. And we're actually mm-hmm. looking more in-depth today at step one, like our, our foundational square one, mm-hmm. which is the sparkle zone. Yeah, defining the sparkle zone and seeing... What does that look like? Are you standing in it or do you have some cracks you need to fill? <laughs> so once you know what the sparkle zone is, then you can start to say, oh, I need a little work here. Oh, I need to you know, focus here or I'm full on in my sparkle zone. I'm fucking rocking today. <laughs> exactly. And when you're in that place, then you get to share and spread that, you know, sparkly ripple out to help someone else who's trying to fill their foundational cracks. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Knowledge is power, man. Clarity is key. We always say that. And that when you know what the sparkle zone is, or at least how we've defined it, you can define it for yourself, but at least to get you thinking about it, then you know when you've kind of gotten off your square Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know when you're on your square. And so you can rock it out and you can also know that that could change (laughs) from day to day. Absolutely. Because it does, because we're alive and we're on a planet. (laughs) (laughs) Hurling through space. Hurling through space. And we're like these amazing beings trapped in, not even trapped, but, you know, moving through life in these particular vehicles. And they have a few problems with them from time to time. Mm-hmm. So, and then they bump into other people with their problems. And yeah, pretty soon you realize, oh, I'm in the shit part. Let me yeah. go back to the sparkle zone. Right. So what is the sparkle zone? What, what have we kind of, we talked it out, you know, and we, some days we embody it better than others. Sure. Um, I think we're really quick to get back to our sparkle zone because we employ a lot of the, the skill sets. But what does the sparkle zone mean? Well, I mean, essentially, as we've defined it, the sparkle zone is moving beyond surviving to thriving. It's like mm-hmm. a way of being where you're positioned to thrive in your life, where you're in this judgment-free zone with yourself and with others, where you can you know, have those hard conversations, know what's important to you. And really know who you are, where you are in this world. Those are, are pretty much the basics of it. It is. And that sounds simple, but it's not quite so simple if you don't think it through. You know, knowing what is important to you 
is so important. Knowing what's important <laughs> to you is empowering because yes. it gives you the opportunity to let go of the nonsense and to not let, you know, not let the things that don't matter to you impact you as much or let them go. And so, you know, knowing who you are and what is important to you uh, is really, I think, one of the huge pieces of that foundation of the sparkle zone because it's an embodying piece of it, I think. And so just to give an example, you know, so when you know who you are in the world, you know, we were kind of talking about this earlier, when you know who you are, you can bounce back from things a little bit quicker. So I know that for some reason, I'm that weird odd duck that spring doesn't bring me excitement and joy. Spring actually brings me an increase of energy and agitation. Okay. So I know this about myself. It's judgment free. It is who I am in the world. And so because I know this about myself, when I start to notice it, I can talk it out and I get back in my sparkle zone pretty quickly. I release the judgment about it. I release all the shoulds around it. You know, for me, being in a sparkle zone, it is like a pew, pew, pew shield to shoulds. It's like a should shield. Get your should shields up. Get your should shield on. Right. And so knowing yourself and what is important to you, I believe, is one of the more important foundations when it comes to being in your sparkle zone, because it really helps activate, you know, a lot of that badass stuff, you know? Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I think it's the foundational piece, like spending the time that it takes to know yourself, to understand your quirks, your joys, your things that piss you off, the things that frighten you, all of that stuff, all the things that make up who you are. Like you have to know that, if you're going to operate at your most efficient, at your most powerful, just at your very best, like to be your highest self, you mm. have to know who that self is like at your core. And that means doing some work, right? It means doing that hard work of, you know, looking backwards, seeing why, you know, some of these patterns have played out in your life, looking back to the source of those things so that you can, you know, take the lesson from it, create whatever you need to from that and then become like your strongest, most powerful, most badass, brilliant, magical self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. So when you think about the sparkle zone, I don't want anyone to think it's a perfect place. Oh God, no. You know, someone actually asked me about that a couple of weeks ago. I forget who it was. I don't know. It was not, it was one of our listeners, but someone I know from another group and they were talking about, they were kind of joking about the sparkle zone as being like when everything in life is perfect and you know, you're, you're like, you're <laughs> self-actualized at that point. I'm like, not really. <laughs> the sparkle zone is really more of a foundation and a map so that you know I'm off course and that's where I'm headed or that's where I want to go back to. It's not perfectionism. Right. It's not being self-actualized because that's something we're always looking for you know, forward to being, but right. you know, that's a striving. Well, that's a striving and we are human beings. So the sparkle zone really is about creating a container and a safe space in a embodied space and a knowledgeable space of who you are in the world at your best, you know, who you are in the world that makes sense to you and that you really want to keep cultivating. So that sparkle zone really is that it's kind of a target on the map either that you're standing on or that you're moving towards or trying to get back to because you're aware of this goal that you have for yourself or this destination. Sometimes we're there, sometimes we're not, but we at least know it's there on the map and we're working on it, right? Yeah, exactly. It's your true north or your north star, you know? It's the thing that guides you back to you. Like, 
you walk around with kind of mirror in your pocket, you know, and so oftentimes you'll leave it in your pocket and forget to look at who you are in this world. But every time you bring that mirror out and take a good deep look, you're like, oh, yes, I remember that person. I remember you. I know you. Yes, I love you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so what does that do? It helps get you back on track quicker. It helps you see what's possible quicker. It gives you that place of grounding to kind of move towards as opposed, as opposed to just flitting through life. And, you know, there's so many people who want our time, mm-hmm. so many people who want our attention on a day-to-day basis that if you don't have this zone that you've identified that is where you want to be or what to get back to or what to live more in, you're just going to flit around, you know, like a feather on the wind, being at the whims of everyone else. And so knowing and having this goal in this place identified that you want to either stay in or get back to or whatever, it really helps you have that, that anchor so that you're not just feathering around. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love that. A picture that came into my mind as you were saying that was, you know, when we're not looking at that true self of ours, we're taking on other people's problems as our own. We're taking on other people's shit, you know, and it becomes not just an annoyance to us, but we, we try to take it as our own and put it in our own life backpack. And it's not our shit. It's not ours to carry around. Like we have to get back to that mirror. We have to get back to that place, that, that zone, that spot on the map that says, oh no, this is me. This is what I'm here for. This is what I'm allowed to carry. This is what is mine, you know, to share and to embody. Not anybody else's. Like Mm-mm. so crazy when we forget who we are. Exactly. Or we haven't learned and we want to learn too. Well, I think we know who we are when we're born or before we get here. But yeah, when we know who we are, something to look towards. Yeah. So like I have like Sadie in my head, you know, or she's like my counter rebellious, snarky teenager. And she just said, (laughs) y'all are going to think I'm crazy. I don't even care. I'm in my sparkle zone when I let Sadie come out. (laughs) And it's so funny because our grandmother's name was Sadie and she was the nicest person ever. Um, She was so sweet. Apple pie for real, like homemade biscuits and apple pie. So the Sadie just said, there's going to be some people out there who are listening to this that are going to use the sparkle zone to beat themselves up. (laughs) Thank you, Sadie, because that's absolutely true. People feel as though like they have to be perfect all the time, or if they don't know who they are already, then, then they're a fuck up. You're like, no, no, Mm -hmm. you're still discovering. It's okay. Like part of your sparkle zone, like we said, it's knowing who you are. And Mm -hmm. that's a process, y'all. That's a daily. That's a thing that you spend that time, whether you give yourself five minutes or an hour or whatever, you know, every day to to check in with yourself. Like, how am I feeling? Mm -hmm. What's coming up for me right now? What's important to me? What matters right now? Like, it's okay to spend that time getting to know you. Yeah. It's a deep knowing and a deep destination, but it has purpose and intention, right? Yes. So let's, if we could create a picture of someone who's in their sparkle zone, maybe it's like a, someone who we, we look at to the world, you know, there are mentors of ours that we think are standing in their sparkle zone, or maybe an experience with that you've had lately where you're like, I was full on in my sparkle zone. What would that look like when you think about these kind of pillars of, you know, what the sparkle zone is like, you know, judgment free, 
you know, knowing what's important to you, using your voice, knowing yourself, like knowing your inner rock star and your inner like asshole, you know, knowing that you have both of those parts of yourself, being comfortable in your skin, having a posse that's supporting you. Like if you could create a picture of that, like who would that be for you? Like someone that I look up to or my own sparkle for myself? Either or both. Okay. Well, the first picture that came to my mind was Elizabeth Gilbert. Like she's someone who I very much look up to, you know, just as a writer and a speaker and just such an incredibly honest being like who has spent so much time learning to figure out who she is and learning to love who that person is, you know, and for those of you who don't know, she is the person who authored Eat, Pray, Love a few years back. Most recently, Big Magic, which is an incredible book, an incredible resource. But she is someone who has gone on this amazing life journey to find out who she is. And without that sounding all hippy-dippy and, you know, just full of bullshit, it's magic. It's incredible to really have the bravery and the courage to see who you are Know that it's going to go against what people expect of you or who have told you that you're supposed to be this or that and say, no, that's not me. This is me. And stepping mm-hmm. out bravely and being that person. Yeah. Letting, yeah. Letting the people fall away that, that need to mm-hmm. and making space for those who have needed to hear your truth so that they can share their own. Right. So position to thrive, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Knowing what shit means because yep. she does. Yep judgment-free place for hard conversations. I'm not sure if there's anyone else other than maybe Brene Brown or, you know, Glennon Doyle who have those hard conversations in a judgment-free place. Ellen. Yeah. Yes. Knowing what's important to you when you think about her, right? That lines up. Using your voice, having courage and truth-telling and sharing, you know, like your inner dialogue too. Like this is messed up. She'll say this is messed up, but it's still true. Knowing that inner asshole and outer asshole being, you know, like, yeah. So when you line up all these pillars in our impression of Elizabeth Gilbert, I mean, you know, she may know herself to be different, but when you think about it and you line up all these pillars, like that is spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure there's one area where she's sparkling it out more than another in her mind, mm-hmm. but that's an amazing example. So what else? Well, you are definitely an example of that to me, you know, and have been for so many years. Like, don't make me cry. I did. I did. I'm <laughs> bringing the tears, baby. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you are you such know. an example to me of, you know, someone who has figured out what her sparkle zone looks like and is still figuring it out along the way and is okay with that. You know, someone who has overcome amazing, crazy bullshit and has learned to take that mess and make it into a message. Mm-hmm. If I may quote you. <laughs> Um, and really just someone who is learning how to be so incredibly just shiny, just so shiny. Like, you know, your inner asshole and you know, your inner rock star and you let them both come to the table. And like, that is, it's so beautiful. Like, it's so encouraging. It's given me permission to do the same too, you know? And like I was doing it on my own before I knew that you were doing it on your own. And then when we found out that we were both doing that, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like Wonder Twin powers activate. <laughs> <laughs> it's like such a shot of adrenaline to to know that even if you're crazy <laughs> in your own mind, like you really aren't. And there's so many people 
out here that are just like that, that are just coming into this awakening and coming into this place of being where it's okay to use your voice and damn the torpedoes for those that don't want to listen to it. It's fine. It's fine. Doesn't matter. Exactly. I feel the same way about you. Thank you. Aw. <laughs> so do you have an example of your life in any kind of time recently where you felt like you were fully in your zone? Not to put you on the spot and you can say pass if you want to, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah, actually I do. You know, recently I decided it was going to be okay to be a public speaker. You know, here we have been doing this podcast and I've, you know, been running my mouth for 53 years (laughs) and counting, but you know, really coming to a place where it feels so good to, to be able to stand up and say, no, this is the truth. This is my truth. And it's okay for you to share your truth too. Like that message to just be empowering without being like a savior, like mm-hmm. without like that God complex nonsense. Cause I'm not her. <laughs> <laughs> like you all have the power within you to make whatever change and create whatever life you want you know, and sometimes it just takes one person who said, all right, I'm going to go for that and see it take place and take shape. So that's not very eloquent, but yeah, that's where I feel like most recently that I'm in my sparkle zone. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. How about you, babe? I love that. Oh God, there's so many people. And oh, so here's one person. Now y'all all all know I love Brene Brown, like infinitely (laughs) love her. Like she is, I swear, If I got to have coffee with her, I probably would lose my mind. So I love Brene and I do think that she is definitely in the sparkle zone because she's always pushing at being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. to learn new things and to have conversations that are hard and to try and do the next right thing for herself while helping others. She's very, her boundaries are very clear. She's very good at it. As much as I love you, Brene, I do. And I loved how you introduced yourself recently on Hello Humans uh, podcast where she said that she was a pattern finder. And I was so excited when she said, yeah, I'm a pattern finder. I find weird that it's weird, but I just, I see patterns and I know how people are going to behave probably sometimes before they do. And it just resonated with me because I was like, oh my God, I'm a pattern finder too. And even though it's weird and wacky and you connect things that shouldn't be there, it is so refreshing to hear her introduce herself that way. And I just love seeing how she has moved through her own self-awakening from saying that she's a researcher then to a researcher story- storyteller to, you know, saying that oh, well, it's weird, but I'm a pattern finder. That's what I do. I love, um, love you, Brene. However, the person I really want to highlight, even though I just did Brene, <laughs> is Tarana Burke. Oh, yes. So when you think about her, And you think about what it means to be in the zone. And I, you know, I got to meet her at Wisdom 2.0 this year for a very brief time, but more I got to hear her speak about things very specifically in a way that really changed my perspective of her. Because before it was like, oh, she's the founder of Me Too movement. And she's this badass who's fighting people to kind of say, you're hijacking my movement. You know, that she's really stood firm amongst uh, the machine over and over and over. And now in this like whirlwind of the, the Hollywood, you know, impression of what this is, who she stands firm. So when you think about her, she is positioned to thrive always, no matter what situation she's in, she is positioned to thrive because survival is not enough. You know, she teaches about, you know, thriving and overcoming, not surviving yep. judgment free. Like she is one of the most, you know, articulate people and very boundaried and very, I mean, she's intense. When you, when you're in her presence, she's very intense, but you don't feel judged. Even when you get a smackdown, 
<laughs> like I've, I've seen her smack some people down. It's without judgment. It's like, this is information you need to learn, not something you need to be different. Ooh. And I love her for that. She knows what is important to her. She uses her voice. She asks for what she wants. She's a truth teller. She has courage beyond measure. Mm. She knows herself, knows her a rock star and her asshole. She knows both of them. And she knows everybody else is around her too. <laughs> she is comfortable in her own skin. I mean, I saw some pictures that she posted on Instagram where they, they she has this um, front cover finally, you know, and she is gorgeous in these pictures. Oh my. I mean, you know, she, usually when she speaks, she's got these kind of, you know, roby type of clothes on and she's very comfortable and, you know, she looks like, a, you know, someone who has so much wisdom, like she has this, goddess look to her but she yeah. was rocking out this couture <laughs> in these pictures go on and girl. she looked amazing and she is so focused on her zone and what the zone beyond her is for the world you know and for women who you know survived experiences of, mm-hmm. of trauma so when i think about the sparkles and, and again this is not something anyone has to aspire to she's an extreme example but when i look at her i said this is someone who is definitely in her zone and she is sparkling shit out on all levels and all pillars represented. So, nice. and her life is still not easy. She still gets shit from people there, but every day you talk about a shit show. Yeah. Woman's dealing with a shit show on the daily, but she is still rocking it out. So, oh, so strong, such a, a courageous, you know, incredible being. She really is. Yeah. So, so when I think about being a sparkle zone, I know what my foundation is and I know where my cracks are that need to be filled for sure. Being comfortable in my body, still feeling that crack. Not there yet. You know, still being, you know, courageous enough to, you know, ask for what I need and be that truth teller. You know, again, those are all cracks that I'm filling into my foundation. But I think I felt fully, and again, I'm going to go back to Wisdom 2.0. I felt like I was in my sparkle zone at that event because I had a clear agenda, which usually I'm just like, meh, you know, (laughs) floating around like that feather. You know, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? No, this was all about, I had an agenda. I had people I wanted to meet. I stepped up as an expert. You know, I used my voice. I was... I really tried hard to be in a judgment-free place about the very different people I was experiencing and how they were experiencing me. I knew my asshole (laughs) (laughs) and I stepped into a rock star and I was constantly negotiating those boundaries within myself and I used my support system, you know, while I was there and afterwards, you know, I reached out to people for help and for reflection in a true honest way. So for me, I feel like that that event was the turning point for helping me really stand in my sparkle zone a little bit more in more detail, you know, where I could really see these pillars and really just look to see where, you know, where am I, where am I good and what foundation do I need to start to work on a little bit over here? Oh, that's so fantastic. And, you know, that's the thing, like we do have all those foundational pieces already within us, every single one of us do, Mm -hmm. but you, you can take some time right now and, you know, think about it. Where do you need some shoring up? Where do you need some, you know, filling in of those cracks? Where do you need to reach out to your support system for help in maybe seeing something that you don't quite see yet or, you know, something that you're feeling and experiencing, excuse me, that you need a little bit of 
you know, help figuring that piece out, even just as a sounding board, because you already have the answers inside you, Mm -hmm. whether you know it or not, you do. Sometimes you just need to speak out loud and let the words come tumbling so that it starts, you know, creating that clarity for you to say, oh, 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 and you get your ahas, you know, and then as you like to say, the oh shits come next, (laughs) but we'll get to those at another time. But you first have to have your ahas, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Your ahas are important to knowing yourself deeper. One of the things that you mentioned was reaching out to your support team and your support system as you're checking in with stuff along the way. Let's talk a little bit more about that because definitely having a support team is critical to our, our growth. But where do we find that boundary between a support person versus someone that you know, becomes like an entanglement, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, that's a really good point. Well, I think there's a lot of ways for you to get support. And one of those pieces of that support foundation, I think, are your spiritual connections, you know, whether it's your intuition, your spiritual posse, you know, whomever that might be for you, you know, your guides, your angels, you know, whomever. I think that's super important because when you have that, you know who those next people are to get support from, you know, because you have that intuition and they're constantly nudging you to the right person, I think, (laughs) because it'll pop in your head and, and we're human beings. So when I'm having a bad day, the first person to pop in my head is not the most supportive person. It's person who's either going to bitch and moan with me and then use that information against me or, (laughs) you know, the people who should have been supportive in my life that were not, that I'm still seeking support and nurturing from, you know, that's where your little go-to head, you know, your wounded spot's going to go. So when you have that connection with your inner spiritual connection, that's a really good place to start. And then they point you in the direction for the support people. So, you know, someone, it's kind of easy to look at it and say, okay, the people in my life, who's giving as much as they're getting, you know? That's and, a really good one. And if it's not, but if you're finding people and it's really about a handful, if you're lucky, the people who are giving as much as they're getting, yeah, that's a really good place to start because they're going to be there for you. And these are people that you can have those hard conversations with that aren't just going to co-sign your bullshit and say, yeah, that person was mean to you. You should be mad back. But say, no, like, why are you letting that person get in your, in your head? Or, you know, they start to test you back. Does that make sense as far as like who, who those people are? Absolutely. Because it's easy to find yes men, you know, have people surround you that are just going to say yes and just agree with you and not challenge and not push back, not hold up your mirror for you when you need to take a look at who you are. But true supporters are on the flip side of that. You don't want people who are just constantly pushing against you and constantly Mm -hmm. negative and constantly, you know, belittling you or your ideas or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like that's not supportive or healthy either. You're going to have those people that are a balance of listening to you, allowing you to speak, to process, holding that space for you to go through whatever range of emotions you're dealing with at that time. People who are secure enough in themselves that they don't need to attach to your shit but can say, all right, now what have you learned from that? You know, Mm -hmm. that they can help, that can really help you process through that sort of thing. And then also people that are just going to, you know, be there for you and just sit beside you and maybe hold your hand or give you a shoulder to cry on when you need it and let you have your inner asshole moment without feeling like it's an attack, right? And like you said, I agree. There's only maybe a handful of people in our lives, if we're lucky, that really can fit that bill. Too often we try to attach ourselves to, you know, a spouse, a family member, a friend, a, a teacher, a coworker, a, a 
clergy, a whatever, a person that actually has more power than us. And that becomes incredibly unhealthy and unsupportive. So take some time and assess, like, who are these people that I'm surrounding myself with? Who are these people that I'm letting see me, real me? Is this a safe place for me to be? Are these people going to protect my boundaries and honor them and uphold them with me? Or are they looking to get in and tear those down? And if the answer is B, they need to move out. (laughs) They need Mm -hmm. to move to another circle outside of that. Exactly. So, you know, when you think about support, there's a lot of different ways to look at it. There's that intuition, spiritual support, Mm -hmm. well-vetted inner circle, (laughs) you know, like again, Brene Brown talks about it as the marble jar is what they call it. Like the people that are in her trusted or her daughter or her trusted circle are people who've been, you know, sharing and and earning their trust by putting a marble in a jar, putting a marble in a jar that they get to the point where this person has proven that they're trustworthy and that they are giving willing to give as much as they take, you know, and if you don't have that person for you right now, please don't judge yourself for that. There's no, cause we've all been there. I've been there where I had no one, but me, my therapist and my cat, yep. it has been there. I've been there. So even if it is a therapist or a coach, no judgments, that's a really fine place to start and building and learning what it means to be supported by someone. Absolutely. And, you know, just because a person is a professional, that doesn't mean that they aren't a person. They're still a person and they understand human beings. They understand like shitty places that you've been. They understand like what you're going through and can help you get to that solid ground again, or even for the first time, you know, some Mm -hmm. of us just need it for the very first time to get to a place of solid ground where it feels like, oh, I am worthy Mm -hmm. of having this life. I am worthy of having good things in it. I am worthy of having good people around me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So support is huge Yeah. and the right support is huge. Spiritual, you know, people, professional, whatever that may be for yourself, because, you know, once you have them and you trust them, you know, being able to utilize them is a game changer when it comes to being successful and um, happy and healthy and, you know, Getting yeah. back to your sparkle zone really quickly when you get knocked off your square. <laughs> for sure. And it really is a combination of all those things, isn't it? It's yeah, not just sure. one, you know, section of people supporting you. It's all of them yeah, um, in some way. And then realizing that you too are a support for someone else, you know, as you gain more strength in your own foundation, like you become the person that holds the mirror, you know? Mm-hmm. And it can be a two-sided mirror. Like you can still see yourself on the one side while you're holding up something beautiful for the person that you care about. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So we've talked to, you know, I think we've given a really good kind of overview of, you know, what the sparkle zone looks like and it will look different for everyone, but there are these foundations, you know, to, and to kind of use this criteria or a map or a mirror or whatever that may be to help you see, okay, where is my sparkle zone? Where do I want it to be? Where am I at? Where do I need to give each you know, piece attention so that I can, you know, get back there as quickly as possible when I find myself out of it, you know, which can happen all day. It can happen every other day. It doesn't matter, but if you know where you want to get back to, it's easier. Absolutely. And we're going to create a resource for you guys so that you can check it out in our Sparkle School page on our website. Basically, just a little assessment tool that kind of recaps these pillars that we've been talking about today. And you'll be able to download that at some point. So we'll let you know as soon as that's available. Yeah. Yay. That'll be fun. I like the Sparkle Zone. 
I love the sparkles in. <laughs> Oh, man. I love how we know each other's sparkle zone and how we help each other get back in the sparkle zone really quickly. Yeah. You know, sometimes just by <laughs> by looking at each other, giving each other a look, mm-hmm. you know, that's just amazing. So, yeah. Uh, I wish you all could have this kind of connection in your life. So we wish that for you. Me too. And in the meantime, we are here for you. We sure are. And we're on our Facebook page. You can find us there. And if you join our, our private group, when in doubt, sparkle that shit out on our Facebook page. We pop in there um, randomly and sometimes scheduled and sometimes it's more random and it doesn't matter. We're there. We're always checking so we can, you know, follow up on anything that you have for us and we will sparkle that shit out with you. Mm-hmm. Comments, questions. We love them all. You know, give us feedback. Let us know what's working for you and what, you know, it means for you in your sparkle zone. I would love, love, love to see some people sharing, you know, what their sparkle zone looks like, you know, either through language or, you know, a funny picture, like whatever. Come on, let's like, would be like hearted and have a little bit of fun here because we, we want to hear from you. (laughs) We really do. And in fact, if you have a new desire to be a guest on the Sparkle Hour and you'd like to share what your Sparkle Zone looks like, reach out to us. We will definitely consider having you on as a special guest. Yeah. And we try every every season and when we can to have a member spotlight. So we didn't this last time. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, Whatever. We're imperfect. But hey, it's something that we really enjoy doing. So please send us some information. Tell us what your Sparkle Zone is because... We will be having another member spotlight. Yeah, coming up soon. Yeah, and if you want us to come visit you in your town, let us know. We'll figure out how we can make that happen. I just threw that out there. (laughs) The Sparkle Hour hits the road. Yeah, Sparkle Hour Roadshow. Right, first stop Philly in July. (laughs) Oh my gosh, can we have a VW van painted rainbows and sparkles? (laughs) Put a big unicorn porn on the front fully decked um, out though not one of those shitty ones that breaks down every you know well, i heard they're coming back out with those so they're they're making them again mm, lord <laughs> <laughs> i digress <laughs> all right well you guys thank you so much for joining us on the sparkle hour today as always reach out with your questions or comments you can visit our website at www.thesparklehour.com as we've already mentioned we have a facebook page the sparkle hour and a private facebook group When in doubt, sparkle that shit out. And you can maybe find us on Instagram too. Sometimes we post cool shit there. Yeah. Yeah. I love our Instagram feed. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. So join us. There's no lack of availability (laughs) for following us, getting to know us, listening to us, joining us. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it y'all. And we'll catch you in the sparkle zone next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the sparkle hour. Today's episode was brought to you by Nicole Lewis Keeper Coaching and the Blessings Butterfly. To learn more about the topics discussed today, please visit our website at www.thesparklehour.com. And remember, when in doubt, sparkle that shit out. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please.